Yes! It's another fantastic, I'm calling it now, if it's fantastic, mm. episode of mm. The Cultured Guitarist. <laughs> My name is Non-Asbestos Al. <laughs> and with me, as ever, is my partner in crime, Kindling Casper. <clears throat> See, right there, I yeah. would have gone non-asbestos Al uh-huh. and carcinogenic Casper. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Right? Yeah. Polar opposites. Anyways, carry on. Well, we can switch it. No, it's good. Carcinogenic though. Casper. <laughs> Carcinoma. No, that's a cancer. Yeah, carcinogenic is, is cancer-causing. Cancer-causing. Yeah. Carry okay. on. Well, Where you okay. go. I was thinking. I was thinking more like flammable with the two. I wasn't thinking cancer causing. <laughs> Anywho, uh, <laughs> and with us in a completely switcheroony nickname is Juicy John Bumboy, <laughs> aka <laughs> Pedals and Chill. <laughs> How's it going, John? Oh, better than I deserve. Well, that's not true. You deserve the best, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's let's be honest. You're a rad dude. You've been uh, doing rad things. You deserve the best, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. I need that self-esteem boost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my very genuine pleasure. Well, uh, last week, uh, I'm really trying to like create a smooth intro experience because last week I flubbed it. Oh, good. man, you bombed it. It was a mess. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I like that you've gotten messages. From last week's yeah. guest, just to harp on you about no, how bad really it was. Really cool of him to so to good. remind me that I sucked last week. <laughs> <sighs> Are you getting hate mail? No, I, <laughs> I, our guest last week was Brandon Shock from Shock Rock Pedals, and he took the time to message me today just to remind me of how terrible. Uh, the intro was in his episode, <laughs> or at least it was how, how terrible I did. Yeah, it was bad. They, they, Casper and Brandon had a great time laughing at me. But <laughs> it was good. It was nice to have some support on my side of the fence this time. What? Oh, you were such a baby. <laughs> so hard done by over there. Mm. <laughs> I am. Anyway, I, my, I know. my life is hard. Hey, this is the, the cultured guitarist, not the world's tiniest violin. Feeling sorry for Casper. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's not. That's tomorrow. <laughs> it's, <tomorrow's, yeah. laughs> it's a good thing I'm the one at the cane. You'd reach across the desk and <laughs> bought me one. I'm sure. It's okay. I can just secretly mute you. Yeah. That's <laughs> a- <laughs> uh, dude, I'm I'm stoked to have you on the show, John. Uh, you know we've been. Occasionally chatting over Instagram for a long time and following each other a long time. It's nice to yeah, I'm just nice to get you jazz on. to be jazz to be here, man. Oh, we can't play jazz. We're monkeys over here. Yeah, so uh, we're glad you're jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> as close as I get to jazz is chromatic scales. That's not jazz at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I said, that's the sound of music. <laughs> well, it's not. No, chromatic isn't the sound of music. The major scale is the sound of music. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess chromatic could be. You know what's great? Mm. Do you know the uh, comedian uh, H. John Benjamin? No. He does the voice of Archer on the TV series Archer. Oh, I think I see a couple oh, episodes yeah. of Burgers. Yeah. And I love Archer. He's oh, so good, right? <sighs> yeah. Guys, I want to agree. <laughs> it's, not, <laughs> it's not for everyone. Yeah. It's definitely not a show for everyone. <laughs> Certainly not children. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> So a few years back, H. John Benjamin made a jazz album. You're kidding. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, he hired a bunch of, like, professional jazz musicians. They recorded all these backing tracks. And he played a kazoo. And then he just sits down at a piano and uh, 
and just flunked random notes over top of this jazz. <laughs> Probably wasn't And it that sounds bad. like it works if you're not a jazz head. To these jazz musicians, it was just sacrilege. Yeah, of course. Uh, what are you doing over there, buddy? You're playing D&D? It's like sounding like dice going off over there. On my end? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's going on? I'm so curious. Uh, I... I accidentally got my foot tangled in a cord over here and I was trying to like <laughs> quietly unravel the cord from my foot and it, it wasn't happening. Yeah, I'm so, so glad that yeah, I, thought I, was being all, I thought I was being all inconspicuous. Yeah, downside of phone mics that, that pick was, up everything. That Which, by the way, now that you confess sure. that, we are not removing yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> That's on air forever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there needs yeah. to be a record of that. H. John Benjamin, <laughs> he puts out this jazz record, and, they, and then they, they, like, put a documentary out, or, like, I don't know if it's a documentary, but, like, interviews with the musicians on the jazz record. Like, what do you think of the album? And they're, like, <laughs> face And they're just, like, I didn't... Uh, <laughs> it was just the, either it's priceless, which uh, it's not the first time I know of that an artist has done something like that either. Uh, Ween. It's really great. Do you remember the band Ween? No. Hilarious band, basically almost a joke band. Okay, all their songs are super weird and bizarre. Um, well, they they made a country album, and they <laughs> kind of took the same approach that H. John Benjamin did with his jazz album, where they went down to Nashville, hired all these Nashville studio dudes to yeah. make a country record. They played all the instrumentation, and these are guys that that's what they do for a living. They're no names. Yeah, yeah, they're hired guns. Yeah, they're no names that appear on like everybody's record from Willie Nelson to Shania Twain to whoever. Yeah, yeah. And they just crank these pristine country records out all day, all night. <laughs> so Ween <laughs> goes down, hires these dudes, make a country record, and then they just put the most obscene, terrible lyrics, over weird it. lyrics over top of it, and just make a, a Ween country album. Which like, this is a band that makes. You got to explore Ween just once just okay. to be floored by the bizarreness of it all. <laughs> and and then they got legally pressured and sued in a couple of cases by all these studio musicians who wanted their name removed from the credits of the record. So they're like, oh, no, I don't, I don't want to. Like, they, they were worried their career was going to be in shambles if they got credit for being on this album, which is silly because the, the record is still, you know, they didn't yeah. do anything wrong. No. And uh, the record, record did quite well for Wiener, as far as I understand. <laughs> that's but, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> but H. John Benjamin's jazz album is probably my look favorite. That like, yeah. Um, Add it to my uh, yeah. <laughs> Apple Music playlist. It's it's pretty good. I don't remember what it's called though. That's fine. Um, but anyway, I I'm seriously sidetracked us about uh, ten seconds into the show, so that's fun. Par um, for the course, Mike. I friend. know, I know, <laughs> but it was a fun sidetrack. I think that's what matters. It's H. John Benjamin, Christian Shaw, and Sarah Silverman. That's the name of the that's Sarah Silverman's on the jazz album? Oh, I don't know. No, that's all. That might that's be a live comedy yeah, record. You're looking at my comedy. friend. Just carry on. Well, now <laughs> I have to talk, talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure it's an instrumental album. Um, anyway, okay. So let's let's fire into it. What have we been up to this week? Uh, which, uh, <laughs> as most of our listeners might be aware of by now, 
Casper and I are often recording a week or two ahead of time. Mm. And uh, when we were talking about last week's episode with Brandon Shock, that was yesterday. That was literally yesterday. We yeah. Recorded it. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't have a whole heap of like brand new, fresh gear news in 24 hours for you, but I do have some. Mm. Um, so I don't know. You want to go first, Casper, and just get no. Your, you you go ahead. Nothing? You have news. I I have. I like tremolo. So go okay, ahead. Okay, so Casper's done. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, is it? Well, no, I I have more than that, but carry on. <laughs> I like tremolo. Um, okay, so today, a while back, uh, I'm going to preface this by uh, some background. A while back, uh, maybe two months, mm. uh, you might remember this. Uh, I found a left-handed '70s SG for sale oh. in Vancouver. No. Which I promptly shared with our good buddy, Eric Merrow. Right, 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 right. Oh, this is where the, yeah, okay. Yeah. So he missed it. It got sold. So sad, too late. Bummer. Which is a real bummer because, I mean, finding the 70s SGs for a decent price, period, is hard. Yeah, not but to when, mention left-handed. When you're a southpaw like Eric, it's like, good luck. And that's his favorite type of guitar is an SG. And the left-handed ones, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> good job, Jimi <laughs> Hendrix. Oh, my gosh. This is the talent I'm working with, folks. <laughs> Anyways, so today, uh, more, more might be more apt to say super later, early this morning, uh, last night, uh, I spotted a 70s SG, 72, uh, left-handed in Vancouver for sale. It's the same one? It's the same one. <laughs> Nice. Uh, not the same seller, right? Of course, somebody uh, bought it. Different seller. The guy that bought it. So this, so this guitar, when he bought it, well, the previous seller was selling it. Somebody set it up to be a right-handed guitar. Oh, uh, yeah, as as they do. Yeah, as as it should be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta listen to our episodes there. Oh man, man. We, <laughs> like fifty percent of the episodes, just like. So Eric, why are you a Satan worshiping left-handed guitars? Yeah, why? Why? <laughs> Let's talk about how you are fundamentally flawed. Let's talk about how you eat babies for a living, you monster! Look, it's just, it's just us harassing him about being a left-handed guitar player. We don't have a good rapport with left-handed guitarists out there. That's an audience we're doing badly with. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so gotta work I, on those ratings. I spot this. I spot this '70s SG for sale in Vancouver again, and I, I didn't realize it was the same one at first. Right. But I was just like, "Holy crap!" A second one. So I sent it to Eric again because he missed out on the last one. Yeah, and he probably spent hours poring over the photos of the first time, and he's going, "Oh, he tried real hard. This is the same yeah, guitar. He he, tried, yeah. he, he's the one that figured it out." Uh, yeah, it was, yeah. Eric. And, and the guitar's still strung up for a right-handed player. Uh, okay. And the guy that bought it, who's now selling it, is like, yeah, no, this is... <laughs> this is turns out an SG upside down with knobs on your forearm is not the greatest it's, guitar to enjoy. Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, if it weren't for the fact that it's a vintage instrument you don't want to do this kind of mod, yeah, an SG would be a great guitar to flip back and forth whichever way if you get rid of the knobs because it's such a symmetrical shape with great fret accents. Yeah. It's actually funny that these because I I saw a picture mm -hmm. uh, from Abbey Road back in the '60s. I guess um, McCartney playing a Dan Electro or something, a right-handed guitar strung left. -handed. Right, and it was like God, that looks awkward as hell. I would hate that. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> like I would be turning the volume yeah, up and down. I mean, and like you know, that's the Jimmy had probably calluses on his the underside of his forearm there because. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those strat knobs would have been just right up in your business. Yep. Um, so I sent it to Eric, and then this morning, Eric messages me back and goes, holy crap, it's the same guitar. I'm, uh, should I go for it? And um, So that was actually why I was late getting to the studio, is Eric and I 
we're talking with the guy, the seller, the dude, and working out a plan for Eric to buy this 70s SG. Right. So it's all in the works. Eric PayPal'd me a bunch of money that I don't get to keep. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's got to be a brokerage fee. Come on, Eric. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so once, uh, and uh, if it weren't for PayPal's, you know, three to five business days to deposit to your bank account thing, yeah, yeah. I'd be driving to Vancouver tomorrow. But instead, uh, why didn't Eric just PayPal the guy directly? Uh, the guy wanted to avoid. So here's here's the weirdness. Yeah, okay. okay? okay. So. The deal as it is right now is no risk for Eric because if it doesn't work out, you I just send, send Eric his money, yeah. money back, right? And, you know, it, I mean, at some risk because I'm shady as heck. And I, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could drop off the face of the earth at any second. Goodbye, Eric. Thanks for funding my unemployment. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he listens to this one. <laughs> um, so so Eric sent me the money Yeah. because I'm I'm here, right? Eric's, in, Eric's in, down in the U.S. There, yeah. It's... it's bit more complicated especially during covid yep so i'm gonna be eric's man on the ground yep. i'm gonna go to vancouver eric's of course gonna f- cover my gas which is very generous uh, well not very generous of him thanks Eric. <laughs> it's <laughs> part of the course i guess but still it's cool i get i get to wander to vancouver and get an enjoyable road trip out of it um and i'll go check the sg out if it's out as it is it says it is and uh then i'll hand the guy a big wad of cash and i'll take a 70s sg home and uh Get it ready to ship to Eric, and that oh. way it's you know it's a, kind of a safe way of him buying a guitar off Facebook that uh, beats him sending a bunch of money to a stranger and hoping the guy ships it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so cool. yeah, that was that was that was why I was late. Is I, was I think you should it. hold it hostage. Well, I'm intending to play it because it's going to be strung for a right-handed player. <laughs> I, no, I would just say hold it hostage until Eric comes and gets it. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a passport, so that might take some time. Perfect. And uh, there's a pandemic, so again, I guess I got a 70s SG. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, I'll, 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 you know, and play it and enjoy it and, and uh, probably be annoyed by the knobs being in the stupid place. And uh, that's, that's fine. It's been a long time since I've had the chance to play a seventies SG. So I'm looking forward to that. I'll you know, bring it by here so you can play it too. Cool. Get to play Eric's SG. That's cool. Yeah. We can take lewd <laughs> pictures with it to send him when we open to the boy. That's hey, we'll oh get a Polaroid God, camera. Do that. Yes. We'll take really just horrible, <laughs> horrible, horrible lewd pictures with this thing. And that he won't and then, see. And we'll put them under the case. Under the case. Yeah. Or under the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do a whole do a whole boudoir shit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like Burt Reynolds and Playgirl just <laughs> <laughs> instead of a bear rug, it's Eric's SG. <laughs> This is a horrible, horrible image in my head, but so funny. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Oh yeah, he, he just opens the case. Just, oh my guitar! Oh, I'm so excited! Lifts the guitar. You might not even see the pictures underneath at first. <laughs> Till he goes to put it back in. Yeah, he goes to put it back in. Just what? In the- no! <laughs> <laughs> my guitar is tainted. That's Almost awesome. literally. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, no. Yeah, sorry, Eric. I won't do that. I might do some things. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Now I want to do something. Yeah, absolutely. I'm in. Uh, we should. We should. We, okay. We should try and put a culture guitar sticker in there, though. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Send one of those. Uh, so anyway, that's me. Uh, why don't you go, John? Tell us what you've been up to this week, guitar and or music related. Uh, 
Well, actually, the wife and I just had a baby, so I, it's been pretty tough finding time to <laughs> so you've, do okay, not, not okay, sleeping. No, no, no. <laughs> no guitar yeah. and or music related. We don't care about your stupid yeah. baby. The show's about guitar stuff. <laughs> but I did finally get to sit down. Uh, I, I was telling you all earlier with the uh, Korg Miku and everything, and uh, I also got this other pedal um, that it was Amplifun. He put he put together for me. It's got a I don't know if y'all have heard of Electrosmith. Uh, they have this thing called Daisy Seed, and you can actually program your own effects in it and into it and everything using Arduino or C++ and things like that. So Cool. I've been trying to uh, take some like or read up on C++ and how to program in that. I'm used to pure data, so which it, you can up- upload pure data into the guitar pedal as well, but it... Uh, it's pretty processor heavy, so I could barely spell my That's name. That's kind of a in English. <laughs> he doesn't math so good. I don't math good. <laughs> I don't either. see. That's why I like pure data. It's a graphical form of programming r- rather than uh, uh, Arduino or C plus plus, which is line line programming. So I, I don't know how those people do that, but uh, yeah. So I, I've I've been messing with that and. Uh, trying to get things lined up for the Dr. Scientist atmosphere uh, feature that I'm working on. I actually managed to talk a pilot into taking me and my camera guy up into the air for the video shoot on that. That's awesome. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, man. Ryan and Neil are going to be stoked yeah. about that. We are, both, <laughs> it, uh, we are both atmosphere owners and very, very happy with them. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. It's a, a phenomenal pedal. <clears throat> so are you getting was, in on our... Uh, our flappy side contest, which we still haven't done. Yeah, we still haven't done that. <laughs> oh, is is that like whoever gets the highest score or something? Yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan has offered to put up uh, an atmosphere blue boost bot as a as a <laughs> as prize. A prize. <laughs> mm. I I th- I'm not I'm terrible at that. I think the highest score I've got so far is ten. And that was. That was really hard. <laughs> it it is really it's, hard. It's difficult. But eventually, you, you'll find like there's a couple of secrets that allow you to do really well, and then you'll start like clocking yeah. some good numbers. And by good numbers, I mean <laughs> forty, yeah, twenty to forty. <laughs> I, I think oh I'm at gosh. like thirty five. Yeah, like it's still a I stupid hard game. I haven't played it in a long time though. As soon as I gosh. got a higher score than Al by like eight, I was like, "That's it. I, my life is over. My life is complete. I don't have to play this game anymore." The, the, oh, I can't remember the name. Who was it? Somebody. The moment I joked about doing a flappy sci yep. world competition, uh, one of our listeners sent me a, a picture of him with like a score of like forty eight or something. I think it was fifty four. Yeah, like it was something real high, and I was like, "Crap! I'm not, Holy. Gonna, I'm not even going to win my own competition." Oh. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I gotta, I'd have to really pour through the messages to remember exactly who it was. Yeah, but uh, oh, uh, and and for anybody who listens, uh, listening to this, who doesn't know, the Doctor Scientist Atmosphere Reverb Pedal might be one of the best reverb pedals in the world. No, mm-hmm. not might be. It is one of the best. It is one of the, the world. Mm-hmm. But it might be my favorite yeah. reverb pedal ever. But it came with a bonus feature, and that's Flappy Psy, which is a hidden. Video game, video game, that is basically uh, Flappy Bird, just uh, tweaked a little bit, and it's way harder than Flappy Bird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. Definitely a part of it is the fact that the, your, your interface for playing the game is a foot switch and a pedal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I think in our interview with them, it was uh, 
they said they had like 30 or 40 different iterations of that game that were unplayably hard. And this, yeah, this, this is, is where the they settled. Version, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, you're doing a, a feature on the atmosphere. Carry on. Sorry, we haven't interrupted you. Oh, no, it's all good. Yeah, I, uh, it, it's actually the pilot who's taking us up is the mayor of my town also. What? Which is wow. Pretty cra- yeah, <laughs> pretty crazy. Uh, I just hit up because we have a small airport here in Ada. And uh, so I, I found the Ada Pilots group or whatever, all all six of them. And <laughs> I, I asked them, I was like, hey, so me and a buddy want to shoot this music video. Could anybody take us up in the air for a couple hours? And this guy got back to me and he was like, yeah, let's do it, man. We'll just fly to Tulsa and then back. Won't be a problem. <laughs> and uh, he, he plans on doing some uh, zero G stuff and uh some barrel rolls and everything too <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing that is awesome um, i'm really jazzed for it like i'm so pumped uh i i didn't know if i'd be able to pull this one off because i i don't know if y'all have seen like the features and stuff that i do or whatever um i always try and find a location or do a location that's fitting with the theme of the pedal in some way so like i did one with uh champion lecky their uh did you get their drunk? woozy pedal yeah. <laughs> just get really really drunk pedals makes noises oh fantastic we we actually shot that one on a on a boat in the middle of a lake and i, I remember had, that one actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had one of my friends dress up as death and stand on the shore, uh, stand, <laughs> dress up as the death character. Oh, and uh, so, so you'll see him a lot in the background. He's like blurry and stuff and occasionally focuses on him. And then uh, the prodigal sound one, I did that one inside of a, I got to rent out a cave up in Northwest Oklahoma and we shot it inside of a cave. I saw uh, that one. Yeah, that was a fun one too. I didn't even know Oklahoma had caves like that. So that was really cool. And yeah, no, that's I'm so I'm exci- I'm excited. You're gonna that's that's gonna, I'm gonna I'm looking forward to that video. I like Ryan and Neil are some of our favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, we're huge fans. Yeah, Neil just stopped by yeah. last week, dropped me off some stuff. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, he's he's uh, I'm not sure who runs their Instagram account, but they seem very friendly. That's, so. uh, that's Ryan. Ryan, Ryan yep. is yeah. Okay. Yeah. Neil's on Instagram uh, at uh, Instagram. It's Neil dot Instagram. Yeah. Because uh, his last name is Neil Graham. Uh, and, <laughs> and he's easy to find as well. And, and he's super, super. And if you super ever nice. have any questions, I'm sure the C stuff, he would be more, <laughs> yeah, than, more than happy to help. That, yeah. yeah, he is. Oh my, <laughs> um, I'm definitely going to have to pick his brain because I have no clue what I'm doing on this. <laughs> <laughs> what, about, what about you, Casper? What have you been doing this week? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, um, we're still well, in that section. Yeah. Tr- tr- tremolo. Yeah. Tremolo. <laughs> it really um, is just tremolo? Or you well, no, me? no, really. Like you saw me when I pulled, when you pulled in here this morning. Or this afternoon, I was yeah. jamming on the the trim pedal that then I made. You had these claims. If I got more going on, yeah, no, that's 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 it. Just lies. Just playing. Music, it was man. just tremolo. <laughs> <laughs> playing music. Um, he's thinking about doing a big restring on all my guitars. I, know I don't that know. That's, thinking about doing a restring is quite like newsworthy that we need to. <sighs> it's not, but dude, it's, it's <laughs> yesterday I spilled all my goods yesterday. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that not a whole lot, man. Okay. I hurt my back, so I'm kind of laying low. All right. That's it. Well, that was a waste of time. No, okay, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 the looks he gives me through, throughout most of the podcast episodes we do. 
Uh, priceless. <laughs> oh, I did realize just now, though, that um, I've been using a uh, Outlaw Boilermaker Boost <gasps> as an iPad stand for like two months. Oh, yeah, you uh, have. That's I, <laughs> I, I stopped even seeing that pedal. I know. It's actually really good. It's pretty good. I like it. But it doesn't have a home on my board because it's too oddly sized compared to everything else. Okay. It's just a little small pedal. So, anyways. Well, let's move on to other cool things because I don't have any cool things to talk about. That's not true. You're beautiful. (laughs) No. Talk about how beautiful you are. Well, (laughs) okay, let's let's fire in it with John. Um, How did you get into doing the the demos and the videos and and why the commitment to uh, the locations? That's got to be a lot more expensive than just uh, doing something cool in your your jam room. Yeah. Honestly, I I didn't even start like getting into music here that much until maybe like three years ago or so, and I just kind of quit playing shows. I was just uh, tired and worn out of traveling and like constantly playing everywhere. And I was like, I mostly just like messing with the gear and learning about that stuff. So I kind of went down the rabbit hole and just got sucked in. And at first, I was just posting like little clips and stuff of neat sounds that I was making or whatever. And then, uh, it eventually just, I I was trying to come up with a name and everything like as, as it just kind of started being more narrowed down towards like music gear and stuff. But I was trying to come up with the name and originally you're probably going to have to bleep this part out. Uh, originally it was pedals and shit. (laughs) I didn't know what it was going to be. So I was, I, I had that handle for a little while and uh, it was one of my friends was joking with me and he was like, instead of Netflix and chill, you pedals and chill. <laughs> and so I just called it that. And uh, yeah, it started running with that. As far as the locations and stuff, I hate doing uh I, I I hate doing something kind of just like bland and boring. You know, I I, I like to experiment and do something that's kind of different and uh, spark my passion, I guess. And the idea of meshing the sound or the vibes of the pedals, so like Herothia FX Type One Chorus, we shot that one in the middle of a river in Tishomingo. Uh, I I just felt like visually it gives it a new kind of uh, layer along with the audio and everything else and all that. So uh, I just like taking it and making it more artistic, I guess you could say, but not taking myself super serious or anything, just kind of having fun and exploring and things like that. And I have a lot of fun finding the locations too. There's a surprising amount of stuff here in Oklahoma. I'm still looking for a pedal that has a whale on it or something. I've seen a few. I know, I know a guy too. Yeah. I know a guy. I've, yep. I've got, I've got a bit much on my plate right now, so I haven't hit anybody up, but there's this giant, uh, like whale on route 66 in Oklahoma. I think it's in like Catoosa or something like that, <laughs> but, uh, it's this giant whale that's coming out of this tiny lake. That's just off the side of the road <laughs> and everything. Nice. Uh, well, you should uh, you should talk to our buddy Norm. Mm-hmm. That's where I was at. Uh, Normac pedals. Yeah, he makes. The, mm. He's got a blue whale delay. Yeah, that's really that's the type of whale too that's coming out of that lake. Is a blue whale. Oh, there you go. Oh, there that'd you be go. Perfect. 
And there's there's also this other location that I, I don't know what would fit with it, but there's a guy who was a professor at OU, and he built a castle for a home out in Turner Falls. He built it into the mountains and everything. So I really want to go out there. And it's just a public hike now. Like the whole thing is kind of dilapidated and it was abandoned for years. So now it's just a tourist location. But uh, yeah, it's just this giant castle built into the terrain of the mountain and everything. And it's it's really cool. Uh, finding finding one that'll fit with that would be kind of difficult. And at some point I want to light myself on fire or play a guitar that's on fire. But that, um, that's going to take... <laughs> That's going to take wow. a little uh And I had the prep. fire team nicknames and everything this episode. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, I don't want to... I'm torn your... here because yeah. on one hand, I don't want to be like, light yourself on fire. Do it. Okay. Um, when, when, I, when I say light myself on fire, it'd only be like but I also, arm or something. <laughs> but I also have a hard time being like, yeah, light a guitar on fire because that feels wrong too. Mm. Uh you could stand. Light a bassist on fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody wins. <laughs> the flaming bassist. <laughs> I'm kidding. He's a drummer. It's, yeah, exactly. I was just saying. <laughs> the bassist still plays. He still plays strings. At least the <laughs> exactly. drummer does yeah. beating on rocks. He's um, almost one of God's people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Um, so do you have like a background in filmmaking as well? I find like a lot of your videos, man, have like a really, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a really cinematograph or cinematic kind of vibe to them where there's a lot of, you know, tension and emotion built into the visuals, not, and, you know, along too with say the, with the narrative that you're, that you're doing. So, um, I really kind of dig that about some of the videos of yours that I've watched. It's just like, it's a whole experience. It's not just you rocking out a pedal. It's mm. there's a whole there's a whole story a whole thing going on. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate that. Most of that is um, my friend Jared. He's the guy who does the video work for him because I can't video and play at the same time. And he runs well. He used to run a company called Mental Media, which was him and a couple of friends, and they would film local musicians and stuff. <clears throat> and he's just kind of been doing things on his own for a while. And I just kind of approach him with the idea. I tell him like where we're going and uh, the kind of feel and vibe that we're looking for. And he uh, videos it and splices it up and I go ahead and throw the audio onto it and everything. So most, most of the, uh, most of that part is him. Oh, why are we talking to you? <laughs> well then wasting our time oh, yeah. no. <laughs> That's yeah, cool, he's, man. he's he's got a great eye for it i'm I'm very very lucky to know him and be good friends with him and uh lucky that he's he's always down whenever i tell him about stuff like this because when he get when he says yes he gets to like go up in an airplane or something or go and you know explore the caves and things like that too so <laughs> it's 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 really fun for both of us that's oh, rad. Know, man. That's, that's so uh, cool. It's a very rad approach to to doing these these videos and these these demos and stuff. I'm uh, I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. I mean, I guess that's probably obvious. That's why you're on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. It's a it's a lot of prep work getting getting it all squared away and 
all that. We we almost got kicked out of the, this last one we did. Uh, it was for it was another one for Champion Lecky, their kilter pedal. Kilter, yep. Yeah, we we went and we shot and these underground art light or art installation tunnels in OKC. There's like all these tunnels that run under OKC and they threw up neon lights, uh, art installations in them and everything. So each hallway is uh, themed a different color and all that stuff. They didn't have anywhere on their site that you needed to get permission. So we just showed up. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, we had a couple security guards come after us and everything and make us, they like interrupted our video and everything. We're just like, you can't film here. And we're like, did you show them? Like we looked on the site, we couldn't find anything. that said, you can't. Well, I asked them, I just asked them who I needed to call and uh, they gave me the number and I called them right there. And I was like, Hey, my name's John Bomboy. I'm just shooting a music video here in these art tunnels. It's just me and a buddy and everything. And, they were just like, oh, yeah, that's no problem. <laughs> they left it alone. Oh, that's, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Thankfully, they were they were real cool about it. Well, I think, yeah, that I, seems like they would be just flattered or excited about something. Like, one would hope. People enjoying your art seems, I don't know if that ever gets old. I mean, maybe it does if you're like Anish Kapoor and you make bazillions of dollars and stuff or something. But. I don't know who that is. <laughs> You know, yeah, you know I'm the, clueless there too. <laughs> you, you, know, you know his work. You know, um, it's called the Bean. It's that's its nickname. Uh, it's but its formal name is Clouds. I think it's in Chicago. No, it's this huge, no. oblong kind of bent chrome oh. statue. People take pictures with. They often kiss it. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know that. Um, huh. That's that's his work. He's also a very famous artist for. Um, he bought the license for artistic use to the color Vanta black. Oh yeah. It absorbs like 99.9% of the visual light spectrum. So it literally just looks like a hole in the universe. Cool. And he bought the license to use it in any artistic fashion. And everybody else in the art world was like, you own an entire color, you jerk. Yeah. That's kind of bogus actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, you can't play a C because I own it. Exactly what it is. Yeah, totally. So uh, he got famous for sort of like infamous i would say for that and then another artist called uh stuart semple put out a color almost as black not quite as perfectly black but very close and when you buy it you have to click on uh, or sign a waiver saying you are not anish kapoor <laughs> you're not associated with anish kapoor and <laughs> you basically have to sign a waiver saying you not involved with this dude whatsoever yeah, to be able yeah. to buy it. It's available to that's, everybody in the world but him. That's the same guy that made the pinkest pink, yeah, right? Yeah, he made yeah. the pinkest pink, and he has a super... I have I have his pinkest pink color, and I have uh, this glow-in-the-dark pigment that he made as well. And it's it's just... You actually it's, bought them just because? I bought them just because, um, and because I was fascinated by his glow-in-the-dark paint, and I bought them to support what he's doing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I basically just bought them. Don't, don't buy the blackest black, buy the pinkest pink. I, <laughs> I, uh, I want to get the blackest black as well, but I have the pinkest pink and I have the, the glowing and the dark one. The glow and the dark stuff is insane. Really? You expose it to a light source for like just a split second and it is like, pow, it's glowing right away. Crazy. It's very bright. I actually gave some to uh, Trevor Cronpower. He's. Oh, yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> He's using it for one of the logos on, a, on an acoustic guitar. Some random person's going to get a glow-in-the-dark logo. They're not even going to know it. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> that's cold. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that that's who Anish Kapoor is. He he's he's a very and Anish Kapoor makes millions upon millions upon millions. So him denying other artists the use, use of, of a color, color is just like, come on, man. <laughs> um, no, that's yeah. It reminds me of Gibson. <laughs> oh, shots fired! <laughs> <laughs> Dad, Casper, uh, yeah. little sweet ad dollars. Yeah, right. Come on, buddy. <laughs> My endorsement deal. I'm sorry, that yeah. wasn't going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> that guy wasn't. I keep from writing Gibson. them letters. I think they're going to break down soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just going to wait them out. Dearest Gibson, my name is Al, and I'm a huge fan of SGs. <laughs> Please, as thou masters, I would like to be an endorsed Gibson artist. Please send me free guitars. Yours truly, the Al. There you go. Yeah, that's the that's the letter. That's the letter. Yeah. Hasn't gotten uh, a response. You know what, for man? Some I don't you know, know what? If you send that letter once a day in the mail, you spend fifty bucks, fifty cents a day, and you send Gibson that letter, you might get something out of it in a couple of years. I got well. That's the same approach I took with Emma Stone, and all that got me was a restraining order. My wife hates when I make jokes about Emma (laughs) That's where my smile is sitting quietly over here at my desk, grinning, going, I'll find that one away later to tell her. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it. (laughs) You know, she doesn't listen to the show. So you know you're going to have to tell her. I have to tell her, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll do this 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 bit about Emma Stone again. She just shakes her head and rolls her eyes. <laughs> okay, how did we end up talking about Anish Kapoor? I've totally lost the train. Colors, of- uh, the not being able to use art in right. the tunnels. Oh, the tunnels, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah, the tunnels. Sorry, John. <laughs> Don't mind me while I sidetrack to infinity. He's like a moth <laughs> in front of a million candles. <laughs> But yeah, okay. So yeah, I think I think anybody gets anybody who's not a uh, kind of a, a, a mega rich uh, jerk bag like Anish Kapoor probably still enjoys when people enjoy their art and and interact with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I think the people that created those colorful tunnels are probably just like cool. Yeah, uh, we've had a really good response from most of the business places and everything that we've we've hit up and asked and everything. Uh, at some point, there's this place called Can- or uh, Factory Obscura or something like that, and it's this really weird place that Wayne Coyne uh, runs, uh, the guy from Flaming Lips and everything. Okay. Uh, he's actually he's from Oklahoma, and he actually lives in OKC. And the Factory Obscura is in this art gallery that he runs called the Womb, and there's this giant like genitalia you have to walk through to that get is, into the building. That is the most art gallery art thing I've ever heard of. That is like, that's the kind of thing you see in like a bad rom-com with like Kate Hudson and, and Matthew McConaughey in like the early 2000s or something. Didn't uh, didn't Patch Adams do something like that? Oh, I don't know. I watched Patch Adams once when I was a teenager yeah. and I was like, depressing, I'm never watching this again. <laughs> he, he creates a, a like a paper mache uh, entry for a um, like a, a gynecological uh, seminar that is that. Got to watch Patch Adams. That's a great movie. I'm not going to watch Patch Adams again. It depressed the heck out of me. Yeah. I love Rob Williams to pieces, and I bawled like a baby when he died. Yeah. I can't do Patch Adams. Okay. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen Patch Adams in years. Spoiler uh, alert. 
Hey. It's, <laughs> Come it's, on. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Heads up. It's sad. <laughs> no. No, no. Can't do it. There's some movies that I think are brilliant <laughs> mm-hmm. and wonderful, but I'll never watch them again. Oh. And that's one? Yeah, that's one of them. Mm. Requiem for a I was dream. just going to say, oh, Requiem oh, for yeah, a Dream is another. It is, it is brilliant. Yeah, that's... It is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It is like kind of unhinging though. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, it was like, oh, incredibly. I, my ex-wife was obsessed <laughs> with that movie. Watched it like three times a week and I was like, I'm in a oh, bad place crap. here. I cannot yeah. do this. Like, yeah, yeah. You got to stop. <laughs> How can you watch that more than once? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I, had, a, I had a friend, a same week. thing, very, very, Jesus. like, not obsessed with it, but, like, really into it. Mm-hmm. And was like, this is my favorite movie. I'm like, oh, well, let's, okay, let's watch it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I oh, won't. God. I don't think I can watch. No, it again. it's one of those ones where it's like once, it, like it's a tough watch once, and it, I recommend to people watch it because it's like it is a vicious, vicious, and violent, visceral, all the V words, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> portrayal of like drug use gone rampant and yeah. taking over people's lives, and it's brilliant and it's so yeah. well done, but like. Yeah, I can't. I'm too. I I get invested. I get emotionally invested in in films yeah. when I enjoy them. And like I was in that, and it, yeah. <laughs> There's no happy endings. <laughs> no. Uh, you, you, you look I... for it, right? The, in the, in that film, you look for the happy ending. Oh, I wanted it desperately more than yeah. just anything in the world. Like, and it's I just not there. To... I always have to ask people's mental state before I recommend that movie. Yeah. To them. yeah. I'm like, where, where are you mentally? Are you okay? <laughs> well, see, you know, like I, I have a bad history with depression and anxiety and, 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 you know, I'm the survivor of a couple of suicide attempts and, um, and I can, I can speak pretty candidly about my experiences, but I, I can also be very honest and be like, I can't, <laughs> I can't put myself in situations with films like that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's I think that, Movies like that, that could be a testament too, though, to the artwork in it. Uh, you know, they say mm-hmm. that art will make you feel something regardless of what that feeling may be. Yeah, which is why I'll yeah. never, ever say anything about that movie that's like, it's not a bad movie. It is it is so well done and so brilliant, brilliant that it's yeah. too much for me. Yep. <sighs> so yeah. anyway, on the and now, Al, Al also doesn't watch the Care Bears anymore. I t- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the Care Bear movie. Do you ever see the Care Bear movie? No. Oh, man, it's great. <laughs> Can't say I have. Yeah, no, they find all these, like, Care Bear misfits, like Lionheart and stuff, and there's, like, an evil... I didn't book. even know they had a movie, there's an evil. There's an evil book that, like, corrupts a child and is, like, doing bad things, and they have the Care Bears have to step in to help save the child. It's, it's great. What if the book they found was, like, the Necronomicon or something? It's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of like that. It's kind of like a kid children's, like, Care Bear take on that. I'm bad. <laughs> evil bark. Klaatu <laughs> Verata. Uh, it's, it's, I, I don't remember it well. It's probably been 30 years since I've seen it, but I, I, would, I would watch it again. Absolutely. It's not, <laughs> I can't believe I remember the, the chant from the, the Army of Darkness. I'm I'm kind of impressed. You know what? I those are not movies I got into very much. No, no, I'm not a big horror movie fan. They're not horrors and cheesy B movie horrors. Yeah, they're cheesy. Like, yeah, that's what. They not are. my thing either. Like I get why people. It's it's one of those. Like I see, I, see, I don't remember which one of them I've watched. I remember what I I've forgotten most of it now. But I I know I've watched one of the three. Mm-hmm. And I was definitely like, 
I get why this has the following it does. It's not for me, but I understand, like, I get why it has the culture it does. Mm. It's, like, it's like hockey. It's like watching an NHL, NHL game for me. It's like, I'm not into this, but I get why people are. Yeah. All right. There was actually a guy, I think it was Hijacker Electrical, who made a pedal that had the artwork. He he wrapped it in leather or some kind of material, and it looked exactly like the Necronomicon oh, that's and everything. That's awesome. <laughs> see, I would buy that. I see, love you see, like you see how John segued us back into something I, relevant? <laughs> see how John talked about <laughs> Wow. Things, yeah. If you ever need a job. <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, man. I'm a professional Casper Wrangler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, he's, Casper's wrangled. I'm the one that's unhinged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Al. Al Wrangler, yeah. Wait, why did I point that out? I why did know. I let you look like <laughs> That's like that bet we made that one time. Oh, my gosh. That's On the air. Still coming up. You brought it up to me oh. yesterday. I completely forgot Not about it. Not on the air. No. What episode was that? It was like episode three. seven or something. Episode. Yeah, was... Episode. Episode. <laughs> episode three. Episodely. Al made a bet that if he won, he had to buy me a slushie. I misspoke. <laughs> you did. And Casper didn't correct me, and he had it on record. Mm-hmm. And I won the bet. Mm-hmm. But I, had st- <laughs> but because I misspoke, I was like, "Ha, ah, I win." He's like, "Yeah, you owe me a slushy now." And I was like, "I do not. I won." Then he played it back. I was like, dang it, <laughs> stupid <laughs> idiot! It's great. I didn't, I didn't actually buy you a slushy though. I bought you like Starbucks or something. Oh, I can't remember. I, it was I, okay. I, I got you back. Yeah. yeah. Penance was paid. It's yeah. all good. Well, as long as we're bringing up embarrassing early memories, how about that time you baked your pet spider? It happened. Yeah. It did happen. Yeah, it was an that. accident. Thank you. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Karen. Oh God, Karen. <laughs> you guys you have you have black widows in Oklahoma, right? Unfortunately. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. We have we have them all over up here too. Yeah. And uh Casper and his kids caught one. Yeah, in the house. And that's the last place oh, I caught Jesus. that huge, that huge one I caught yeah. too. Was like right where I was sleeping. Like, oh joy! <laughs> Luckily, they're not very aggressive. <laughs> I've been sleeping with death. <laughs> um, well, Casper and his kids caught one and uh, raised it as a pet. For, okay, we had it a couple months. Yeah, a while. Yeah. yeah, it was doing well. It was, and then I left its enclosure <laughs> on top of the toaster oven and made some toast. <laughs> 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 whenever he fir- whenever he said that you baked your spider, I thought he said baked for your spider. No, no I mean no. literally he cooked the spider <laughs> alive. It was horrible. I, it I was- pictured him making like little cakes. <laughs> I want you next time. Mm, that's the okay. We'll get some of that Polly Pocket cookware. <laughs> In an easy bake oven. Mash up ants or whatever. <laughs> um, so that happened. It this did show happen. going real downhill. Oh, man. <laughs> so what happens when we record two days in a row? Yeah, we're getting screwy, man. That's yeah, funny. Sorry, John. You, I mean, not that the show's ever a beacon of logic and reason, but... <laughs> Some uh, shows are more unhinged than others, and yours is quite an example of unhinged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I haven't been to Oklahoma in a while. I've never been. Well, it's it's pretty boring. You go to Southern part. Alberta, you, <laughs> you get a get a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Last time I was in Oklahoma was probably ooh, 2008 or nine. 
been a while. Man, that was a minute ago. Yeah. What what the heck were you doing here? <laughs> Why uh, you here? That ex-wife I mentioned, her family lived in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Oh. And uh, so we would occasionally visit. And one time I was down there, my brother-in-law um, was like, hey, you ever been to Bubba's Chicken Shack up in Oklahoma City or whatever? Dude, that place is good. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really good. But, uh, whew. I was, it was like, a, a, yeah, it was one of those things where, it was like, uh, first off, when he asked me, he was like, "Dude, what do you think?" Like, <laughs> no, I haven't been there. <laughs> Canada, you dork. Um, and then I was, I was unprepared for the spice level. As a Canadian kid who'd lived on growing up in northern food. Alberta, <laughs> yeah, really good, really good fried chicken is has like just a natural kick to it that's supposed to be there. It's not even it's not even like a real kick compared to the spicy food. But oh, are, are so you good. one of those? Are are your taste buds like is pepper too hot for you? Like just regular black pepper? <laughs> um, if it's if there's lots of it, it can be actually. Yeah, I. <laughs> So a little bit of background on Al. I come from a long line of very bland food eating farmers and truckers from the Canadian prairies. I I love my dad to pieces, but the guy has the blandest food taste of anybody I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Like, oh, great. Baked potato. Yeah. Nothing on it. No, he's very content with the same foods and does not like to mess around with them he won't eat onions like he's <laughs> i love my dad he's he's great but he's he not won't eat onions he doesn't like onions yeah. wow gosh uh, so like i i'm the family weirdo because i'm the guy who went out and toured music and i didn't you know drive a truck or anything like that eat I food like, in the caribbean i like indian food i like oh, caribbean yeah. food <laughs> Dude, i love indian food yeah that's my best. favorite oh mine too so Sorry so, to segue, but yeah. the Indian place downtown over here, the which one? Um, the uh, curry pot. Curry pot's delicious. Curry pot. Uh, Steph and I went there. My favorite one. Right That's my is, first is, experience is, ever with real Indian. Shahi Pakwan. Um, it's delicious. Don't get their non bread. It tastes super funky. Okay. But go there, get their butter chicken, and then go to like Cal's nonstop and get the garlic naan from there. Mm. Like that's the way to do it. Anyway, <laughs> compared to everybody in my family, I eat the craziest, spiciest things. But I come from the blandest eater. So my mom would try to explore new foods, and my dad would not like it, and then she'd never cook the thing again. Right. So for me, like, when I started getting out there, and on, you know, as an adult and stuff, yeah, I do pretty good. I'm, I, Well, adult in a legal sense, not saying. in a maturity sense. <laughs> I saw your eyes. I did that with a look, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah, I eat the weird foods and stuff. But I, because I didn't have a, like most, like the first chunk of my life, first 18, 17 years, I have no, I had no acclimation to spice. Mm. So mild spice hits me way harder than I want it to. Mm-hmm. And uh, since technically you don't really taste spice anyway, you feel it. Mm-hmm. I'm not really inclined to like grow that aspect. I like, I want food for the flavor. I still explore food for the flavor. Uh, wow. Making it more burny is just kind of like, well, it's more burny. I, I think that's a, a an inaccurate view because spice definitely has flavor. It definitely brings flavor. Um, but, yeah, I grew up in a house where cayenne pepper went in everything. Yes. That's so, right. Yeah, my dad loved cayenne pepper. So 
But you're not increasing flavor. You're increasing you're increasing capsaicin. But it yeah, but it also affects the flavor of everything else. Okay, it's that's like, it's like paprika. Uh, yeah, like but, what? Yeah, okay. It doesn't really have its own flavor, but or you know, or cinnamon has an effect I'll, on on. Sweets. I love like really great authentic <laughs> Mexican fish tacos. Mm, tacos. With, with, mm, shut up. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, fish tacos, <laughs> but. Uh, with a little bit of ghost pepper sprinkled mm. on them to like just unlock everything. Oh, mm-hmm. that's the way to do it, Ooh. baby. And like, I don't do spice well, but I'll put ghost pepper on my fish tacos because it's just—it's got to be there. See, that's a dang. That's that's a whole other extreme. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 You're either all in or all out. No, no, no. Because like, <laughs> so I discovered that. All right, like if I did a, or like if I dusted my fish tacos like salt and pepper style with the ghost pepper, I'm gonna die. I'm going to be, you know, when they launch, when you see those videos of like launching Tesla rockets, it's like that, only it's <laughs> I'm the rocket and the fuel is, never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just ever so carefully, and I mean very carefully, like a pixie dusting of this ghost pepper, you get the taste of the pepper, you get, a, you get that burn. Mm. And it just makes every other bit of the fish taco just like, mm-hmm. but it doesn't <laughs> kill me, <laughs> which is the important part. You know, what I never realized, Al. What's that? Is how differently you say tacos. Ah, oh, shut up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's there's nothing wrong with it Man, at all. But it's like, I know. Okay, I don't know why or how. I don't hear it. Everybody makes fun of me for this. I've done it. Yeah, I'm not making fun of you. Trust never. me. I'm not making fun. I of know, you. but by you, are <laughs> too you sly winking son of a. Even my wife makes fun of me for this. Yeah, like five years into being together, she still gets she laughs at me. It's really subtle. I don't know if anybody noticed it. I, uh, they'll know now, though. They'll know now. Thank you. If it, if you didn't notice, listen back. <laughs> Apparently, I say other very similar words in a very similar way as well. What's similar to taco? I. I'm not going to say it because now I'm very self-conscious. <laughs> what is similar to taco? <laughs> There's a few. You get some of them on platters at restaurants. No- nachos. Yeah. Nachos. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. There's a very popular hipster vegetable or fruit. Avocado. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's really it's the vowel sound that you're struggling apparently, with. Apparently. Apparently okay. it is, yeah. Apparently yeah. I, I'm told because it, it's just how I say it. I don't notice it. But I'm told I sound like a Ninja Turtle or a surfer or something like that. Those are the two things. It's definitely guess. like, definitely West yeah. Coast U.S. Yeah. You know. I don't know why. <laughs> don't know where it came it's from. It's cool, man. I'm sure as a little kid I thought it was awesome or something or just picked it up from somewhere. The Ninja Turtles probably. Uh, it's just, I don't know. I don't hear it. It's uh, to me. Uh, it's fantastic. I have to like really think about it to say it. Not with that, like, not however I'm doing it. Okay. Anyway, today on the food and yeah, pronunciation Al's, Al's podcast, food <laughs> preferences podcast, and con- the consequences of anyways. Um, give me some background on John. Enough about my crab. Let's talk literally. background on John, man. You know how long have you been playing guitar? When did you start? What do you got for gear? Come on, like give give the people. Uh, like, I guess it's, bird. Yeah, I like probably. Birds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a canary in the I, background. I got a window open in my little music room. So I like birds. It's amazing. It's perfect. It's actually really quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I started playing guitar at around 16. I was in band when I was in third grade. I played the trumpet. 
And uh, I played all the way up through high school for the most part. But um, yeah, I just kind of like played in a few bands and played around Oklahoma a good bit, did that whole thing for a while. Got to uh, go on a tour with a band out of Texas, out to California, which was, that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, didn't plan well for it. <laughs> so I didn't bring a blanket with me or a pillow. So I was having to use my dirty laundry as a blanket and a pillow. <laughs> but, That's awesome. Uh, so, living, so yeah, living the, the real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as gear, man, I've, I've got a little bit of everything. To be honest, I've got a couple organelles and OP one. Uh, I just got a Linstrument. Uh, pretty recently. I don't know if y'all have uh, checked those out before or not. They're wild, man. I have no idea they, what that uh, is. It was, it's made by Roger Lynn, the guy, I think it's the Akai MPC that Jay Dilla used and all those like hip-hop artists used uh, back in the 80s and 90s. He invented that. He also invented this, which it's a isomorphic keyboard. So all of your notes are laid out in a grid style. Um and everything and it's tuned kind of like the uh four strings on the guitar so your a uh e a d g b it's tuned in fourths and everything so okay. all the notes are super easy to get to and it's a mpe controller so it has express it's expressive midi <clears throat> so you can you know do slides and things like that i don't know if y'all have checked into the i think it's the Eric Continuum keyboard. Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Simon the Magpie uses it a lot. Uh, but yeah, it, it's just incredibly expressive. You can use audio modeling software with it. So whenever you want a trumpet sound and you load that software up and you put this MIDI keyboard with it, you can actually make it sound like a like an actual trumpet. It's a really, really cool instrument. And uh <clears throat> I've also got the Monum or Monum, Monum, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but the Norns. Uh, I kind of uh, uh, experiment with a little bit of everything, I guess. Get all sorts of different sounds and uh, just kind of experiment, see what kind of racket and noise I can make. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a, what's that Probably my favorite, like out of my pedals, my favorite one that I have is my Neon Egg Planetarium. That's probably the uh, my my favorite one. Just the delay and the reverb and everything on it is just so dang lush. And it has a sidechain compressor built into it as well. What? Yeah, so uh, it's kind of like, like the pill pedal. Yeah. Um, so it kind of has something like that built into it along with the reverb and the delay and everything like that. And it looks like a little miniature, like desktop synth. Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. That. That's really cool. I, I've never, I, man. Yeah. I've that heard of this is, before. It is probably my absolute most favorite reverb I have ever played in my life and delay. Like it's, it's definitely my, uh, my number one out of everything I would say. Uh, it's just uh, just gorgeous, and and using that sidechain compressor too, getting that like really nice thump sound, you know, that rise and fall, and when you're playing chords and everything, if you time it up, it's yeah, just, really, and it's, it's got it's, it's got a side, side chain in and through and stuff, just like the pill. So it, 
That's cool, mm-hmm. man. I didn't know there was another pedal out there that was doing that thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a really cool one. Highly recommend it if you haven't tried it and everything. Well, now I really but, uh, want to. I, want to, I have to get my paws on one of those things. It's super cool. It looks wicked. So I got to interrupt again because I just want to share this. But I just I sent it to Casper. <laughs> <laughs> My my best friend in the world is, is is her name is Clarissa, and uh, she's pregnant, and she just sent me a text right now. Because <laughs> my baby is now developed enough to hear music, hear and react to sound. So I've been playing him your music, and he actually moves around a lot when I do. So either he loves it and he's grooving, or he hates it and he's writhing in pain. Only time will tell. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's a 50 50s. They're literally a coin toss. <laughs> it's like the, those are the options. Yep. And she's comfortably, possibly torturing her own fetus with sound gates. Man, I've learned, I learned, I found out pretty quickly. My son really likes, well, I don't know if he likes it or if it just bores him, but he will pass right out to uh, Joe Pass and Ella Fitzgerald live. At uh, in Paris, night their live in Paris, nineteen seventy performance. He uh, he just calms right down as soon as we put that on. It's pretty crazy. Well, I don't think it matters whether he likes it or not. That's a win for the parents, man. Yeah, yeah man. It's a moment of peace. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, we didn't say it earlier, but dude, congratulations. Yeah. Like, oh, thank you very on. much. Yeah, that's really that's awesome. the uh, the spice of life, man. Yeah. How, how old? <laughs> Uh, he just hit the two month mark. Two wow. months. Oh, you've got a so a tiny. couple of really good years of him being super dependent upon you for everything, and then <laughs> and then it's just going to be you running around behind him <laughs> for the next for the next fifteen or sixteen. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at the stress the stressed face of my friend whose hair is falling out from his three kids. <laughs> he's not. He's you really not. love them and also hate. Them. Yeah, you no, no, no. <laughs> don't hate them, but man, can they be aggravating? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I've and I found too that I like I've got a lot of friends with kids, and uh, no one's immune, so just be ready that um, there's going to be a whole lot of stuff that is not fun, but it's like, absolutely dwarfed by the the joy of raising kids and bringing up little people. I have cats. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, your your cat <laughs> blows my mind. <laughs> Didn't you trap a mouse yesterday because she wouldn't deal with it? Uh, neither of them would deal yeah. with it. Yeah, thanks. For <laughs> yeah, my cats, are, I love them. They're very, very awesome. But they are lazy idiots. Yeah, they're quite useless. Actually, the one's not an idiot because he, he does clever things. So mm. I know he's got a lot going on upstairs for a cat. Mm. But he's just... He's got his own agenda. Yeah. Like most he, most of which is lazing around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being lazier. Most, most cats kind of do. Getting attention from me. That's what he cares about. That That's it. Yeah. Like he literally broke and ripped off two pieces of my window blinds at his eye level just so he could sit there and look out of the window anytime he wanted without the blinds getting in his way. That's good. So I was kind of like, all right, that's clever. I'm really mad at you, but it was clever. 
I mean, so. you should have taken the initiative and done that for him. Yeah, well, that's his thought, Being, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exciting thing I, mm-hmm. on the way here uh, after oh, I was driving and I was late. This yeah, is how you know too. I care about this show, okay, Casper? This Please is, tell me. I passed a house on my on the on West Side Drive, the road I take to get into town. There was a pug in the yard, wasn't there? There were several pugs. Oh, oh I there love was, pugs. There was a little troop of them. Which, by the way, a group of pugs is called a grumble. I passed a grumble. <laughs> a grumble of a pugs. A grumble of pugs. I passed up a grumble of pugs to be here. Oh, and you man. know how much I love I've pugs. Tur- I've seen you turn into a big weepy idiot over I, one. I know. <laughs> I got way too excited. Like, it turns out if my emotions get beyond a two or an eight on the emotional out of ten scale, apparently, yeah. like Kirsten Bell... I will cry. <laughs> <laughs> anything north of eight and anything below two, yeah. you're, you're a rear cry. I'm weeping. Yeah. <laughs> and Churro the Pug had me at about an 11. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was, I mean, honestly, it's the first time I'd ever seen that from you. It was a mildly uncomfortable to witness. I was like, is he okay? Like That was probably the first, first pug I'd held in about three years oh, at that man. point, so I think I did not handle it well. No, you did not. Uh, I'm just really happy that they didn't, like, you know, call the cops i really freaked them out i think (laughs) (laughs) so uh, just to so you know john one day this this uh, they live in the neighborhood so we'll call them neighbors two doors down they're their neighbors yeah okay so one day casper's neighbors were out walking their pug they're walking around and casper they've talked to them a few times you know you're familiar i knew the dog's name and like we'd chat before so they're walking i'm losing my marbles because it's a pug and it's a puppy and I, I'm already losing. I'm losing my marbles in, my, in the driver's seat of my vehicle. Mm-hmm. My wife's in the passenger seat. Casper's standing outside the window of the car. We were car, just chatting. chatting. About something. Yeah. Can't remember what it was about. Churro and this owners come walking up, and I see them in the mirror, and I'm losing my marbles. And Casper goes, "Oh," and brings them over, and 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 I was like, "Can I hold the pug?" And like, do you or, mind or, if this big idiot can, he, can, yeah, can like, I hold the pug? Can hold this dog because so, he's freaking out a little bit. Casper hands me Churro, and I I was just like, it was it. It was like somebody, I I don't know. It, it was like meeting a beetle. <laughs> like, like I was John like, Paul if, Ringo. If somebody type from the of Ed thing? Sullivan show audience had gotten to actually go backstage and oh. meet the Beatles. Yeah, it was that level of like I was just not handling this well. I was way <laughs> too excited, and I started to cry a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm so happy to see this book. And hold him, which is just like even talking about it now. It's like that's a crazy person uh, behavior. Uh, yep, this so. isn't the only crazy person behavior you do. No, I around <laughs> pugs. Do <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I, I t- like the background to this? Is I had a pug yes. once. No, there's reasoning. There's absolutely. Like, a I had a pug, and this <laughs> was just like me and this pug. This pug got me through my divorce. It was my 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 companion. It was my friend. It just it was something there. And when I was really dark and I tried to kill myself one time, uh, this pug licked my elbow and reminded me that there was something adorable that needed me to be there day in, day out to take care of it. And so yeah. it, I had to, like, get my friend to drive me to the hospital, long story short. Save my life. Yeah. That's so I, <laughs> pugs always have a special place in my heart. And I got way too, way too excited. Mm-hmm. Way too. 
And, and you know, I've never been allowed to near, uh, well, I haven't, haven't had the opportunity to be super near them since, but I don't think they'd want to be. I don't think they walk this, no. this side of the street. <laughs> they just anymore. avoid your house altogether. No. I don't know well, that big guy might be there. That's actually again. a really funny story because uh, he stopped by and we were hanging out in the front yard and <laughs> Churro was having a meltdown about something. And so he reached down to like grab him by the collar and like pull him in so that he could pick him up. And the <laughs> collar pulled off over his head. Oh, that's oh, that's a nightmare. It was like, uh, you want me to do something, dude? He's like, no, I don't. He's like, we're trying to still have this conversation, and Chero's barking and running around in the street. And I was like, I'm, he's just like, I just got to go and deal with this, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you do your thing. <laughs> well, was, my, anytime my my dog Yuna, that the pug I own, when anytime she got off leash or out of the backyard, it was like, oh, I'm in for an hour of torture because she she didn't want to be far. <laughs> she didn't want to lose me. Yeah, yeah, but. She's a pug. I'm an out-of-shape human. She knew she could stay six feet ahead of me at any given point yeah. and just be fine. What about like a bag of treats? Pugs love food. No, dude. Once she yeah, was... They do. They she, do. she knew once she had escaped <laughs> that the game lasted until she got caught. And if she came for the treat, she was caught. She mm. knew that much. And so she would just explore. She'd keep me in line. She'd keep me like just far enough behind her that when she was ready to stop exploring, mm-hmm. I would catch her. But until then, it was just me following her around the entire city. <laughs> That's so, yeah. Anyway, I don't remember what we were talking about before, but... Uh, you How much you care about the show, you passed yes, a, gr- that, a yes. grumble of pugs. I care about the cultured guitarist. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, like, Kennedy. <laughs> That's good. I am here for this show. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, thought, uh, I thought I lost y'all again for a second. Oh, there. no. <laughs> It's like you, you just missed Al's terrible missed Kennedy terrible impression. John F. Kennedy impression, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. By the way, listeners, right in the middle of that, uh, John's internet failed, and we actually had to punch in. Yep. <laughs> so, so we had no guest. <laughs> just an idiot rambling about a pug on a guitar show. <laughs> yep. It happens all the time. <sighs> I don't know what you want from me, man. I am who I am. I know. <laughs> well, well, John... Since I've chewed up all of our time with annoying pug stories and a whole bunch of other stuff, we're gonna have to have, have you back on sometime. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we are getting like it's, we're like we're quite a bit over time here, a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, where do people best find you and contact you and stuff? And really, uh, Instagram is where I'm most active. Uh, so probably there, just at pedals and chill. Right Sweet. On. And yeah, uh, your YouTube I've got channel, Facebook right? And- yeah, uh, I've got Facebook, YouTube. I, I got a TikTok for some reason as well. <laughs> yeah. Trying to figure out why on that one. Yeah, I don't have that uh, particular social media. App. I've I've found now that the like creators that are older than us are starting to like use TikTok. I know, and it's getting weird. <laughs> like it's getting like. There's some, yeah. It's getting weird. I know. I, <laughs> so, like, my, my kids all have TikTok and watch it for all the funny stuff. And not, there are some funny, funny stuff. I, I don't on have on anything TikTok. against TikTok. I'm just but, like, I'm, I'm definitely at a stage in my life where I'm like, I'm putting a lot of time into social media and I don't want to put any more in. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to show what a wonderful and curate what a wonderful life I'm having on social media if I'm not spending enough time actually out there living a wonderful life (laughs) Uh, well john dude so awesome to finally have you on the show man i'm sorry we 
<laughs> spent so much time sidetracking, but I had a lot of fun hanging out with you. Yeah. Oh no, it was all good. I had a good time. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have to have you have you back on sometime. I'll talk a little less, uh, Casper. Yeah, I want to I want to hear about the uh, the flight <laughs> of the atmosphere. <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. I'm I'm hoping we can do something real cool when we do the barrel rolls. Me and my camera guy are talking about the uh, I guess the mechanics of how we're gonna video do the video part for that and everything. So it's gonna be tricky. You know, just watch right. a couple OK Go music videos and get some inspiration. <laughs> they, had a, they had a cool, like, they did one in the Vomit Comet, NASA's training plane or whatever that mm-hmm. thing was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, I might steal some of their moves. <laughs> yeah, do it. I, w- I thought I just immediately popped into my head. What if you had, a, if you have a camera on a gimbal and the gimbal tracks earth gravity in a barrel roll, it would, the whole plane would spin around the camera. As it sat still, I I think that might be one of the things they did. Even yeah. Oh, I don't I don't know yeah. the video you're talking about. No. Oh, do you you uh, know the band OK Go? Mm. Like they got they went viral on online like bunch of for the treadmill for the treadmill music video. They they had like six treadmills and they did this dance routine on it. Nope. Ever since then, every single music video they do is some sort of performance piece. Like it's not even the same as the studio record of the song usually because they're just. One of them, they get in a uh, like a little Chevy hatchback, uh-huh. and they drive around this track, and they hit things with the car. Okay, and that's what plays the song, and they sing to it as they're driving around. It's it's insane. Okay, so to play the guitar solo section of the song, okay, go. They have a little like rubber flap on a stick on the side of the car, and they drive at a very very specific speed, past about three hundred Gretsch electromatic guitars, and this stick slaps the. St- the strings and that's how they play the guitar solo like it's a pretty cool music video i'm gonna watch it i am horrified by that concept but i will watch it. <laughs> it's pretty cool and they, and they gave away those guitars to fans afterwards okay that's cool you know like it was yeah anyway, dang okay goes videos are i know i found that out way too late too they, like yeah yeah they, got, they just they just got even cooler to me <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it wasn't it was like a 450 dollar guitar but still like it's been in, yeah. you know, if you're into OK Go, it's like this has been in one of their videos, and I got yeah, yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah, they did some cool stuff with some the Zero G plane. You can check that out and steal some of the stuff, and you know, I guarantee you, no one else has done a pedal demo video like that. So, <laughs> hmm. I'm gonna have to take the Tomcat Cloudy pedal with me on that video. You have to get in an F18. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, uh, I was talking with Option Knob about their Wingman pedal. One of my friends, he's the head mechanic at the Tinker Air Force Base, and I was running the idea of doing a video with some like some of their fighter jets in the background or something. I, I think we might be able to make that one happen. Oh, that's too. cool. That is cool. I'm not sure how I feel Hopefully. about those wingtip knobs. I haven't tried them, so I don't know. Yeah, but I like their phaser pedal that they got going. I got to try it at NAM, and it sounded really cool. Yeah, it seems like a good pedal, but I just think. I get the concept of the knobs, like, and, and I don't know. It's it's one of those things where it's like, is that a gimmick or is that, like, a functional cool thing? I have to try. Yeah, I, I guess if you're wanting to control a parameter but you don't have an express, like, it doesn't have an expression input of some kind, I can see the use for it then or something. But I'd be too, I'm a little afraid of kicking it. 
or something. That's, that's my fear. Like, that would be my I, fear I don't want to well. snap the pot shaft or something like that. But yeah, or you step on the wing part of it wrong and it breaks. Yeah. I don't know how durable they are. Yeah, it's but. weird. It's it's an interesting thing. Anyway, um, John, you're super awesome, man, and it was, it was a treat and an honor having you on. Um, everybody, need please, please, please go check out Pedals and Chill. It's at Pedals and Chill, not an and symbol, the full word, on Instagram. <laughs> uh, check out his videos. His YouTube is is in the link, his bio, and his Instagram, so you can you can find him that way. Um, super rad stuff. You got to go check it out. So, and. Uh, yeah, once again, dude, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for having me here, man. Thanks to Casper for being just stalwart in the face of stupidity. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>